Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to this week's podcast. It is Wednesday, April 26, 2017. I hope everybody's had a great April so far and heading into the warmer months. We're finally going to get out of the, the rainy season here in New York City. And uh, I'll get into that in a moment. Let me tell you about our show. We have a special guest tonight, and we're in the area of kind of wellness and uh, diet and uh, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders be at their very best. And our special guest that I'm going to bring on very, very, very shortly is Kristen Nolan from uh, out in the Bay Area. And she's going to talk to us about her expertise in working with uh, helping people work with their energy and metabolism so they can have the confidence and stamina to create a major impact in their business and careers and personal lives. So it's a, it's a great area of wellness and we keep expanding the guys, guys brand, you know, beyond it was originally relationships. And then we got into a lot of metaphysical stuff and we're getting more wellness folks on here. So I'm thrilled to have Kristen on the show. Uh, She was referred to me by another guest, a great dating coach, uh, Raika Shahabi Yaghami, uh, Dating with Confidence. So thank you, Raika. And it's, uh, you know, social media is there for a reason. You make new friends and you spread the good word. Here we are at Guys Guys Radio where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. And it all started with my novel, The Guys Guys Guide to Love, which is about two guys in advertising. It's kind of like a male sex in the city. They compete for love, sex, power, and money. You can find the book on Amazon, any of the e-tailers. Uh, it's on sale right now on Amazon. You can get the physical book or the uh, digital book, and you can find it at some bookstores also. And it's really spawned this whole Guys Guys movement. Um, you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. I do a daily meme on Twitter and Facebook. I do a weekly blog called, uh, my blog's called On Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. And I do a little thing on the show called The Guy's Guy's Guide. And what that is about is I take a topic and I riff on it just for a few minutes uh, every week during the podcast, a special segment. Now, I usually do that segment at the uh, beginning of the show. But uh, because of scheduling, we're going to have the Guy's Guy's Guide uh, segment after the show. But it's a good topic. It's about where women can go to meet men. And I often am asked that being kind of positioned as somebody who knows something about relationships because of the name of my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, and the fact we've had so many relationship experts on my podcast, and I've been on TV and radio and social media, and I'm constantly asked that question because women take the time to uh, work on how to find the right relationships versus the, the <laughs> somewhat lack of effort that guys, that guys have, but uh, we're going to riff on that tonight. I have identified 10 areas, 10 places to go where you can meet single straight guys. And uh, you may not like them all because they might not be the places you hang out. But if you want to fish where the fish are, this is where the fellas hang out. So I'll take you through that in a little bit. Let's just quickly touch on what's going on in our guys, guys world and universe. And then we'll get right to our guest, Kristen Nolan. So uh, this week we've got the NFL draft is tomorrow. It's amazing what's happened with the draft where it was kind of a non-event. Each team selects one person, one player, and uh, it's become this phenomena where it's hyped for months. There's trades. Um, I am a Jets season ticket holder, but I'm not a big Jets fan because I think they're just a challenged organization. I'm actually a Cowboys fan like 
believe it or not, you've got Cowboys fans everywhere, and a lot of them in the New York metropolitan area. But uh, the Jets are at number six this year, and I, they're looking to trade down. And Tennessee's at five, and they're looking to trade down. And so many teams are looking to trade down because they don't feel that this is a really strong draft cl- class, except in a couple of a handful of positions, namely safety, cornerback, and the kind of defensive lineman. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think there's going to be a lot of trades tomorrow. We're also in the midst of the NBA playoffs, and now they've extended the playoffs to each round of seven games. I used to like it when the first round was best of five. I think it's too drawn out now, and it's a matter – it's like almost like a battle of attrition versus – you know, the number eight team never beats – I don't want to say ever, ever, but almost never beats the number one team. And the, the higher – seeds usually move on so why not just do it in five games instead of doing it dragging out to seven games it's just about making more money off of the tv revenue and that's just the way it is in sports now they just try to extend the season basketball goes through june now it starts in october and it goes through june baseball starts in march basically and goes through november football starts in August and goes through into mid-February now. So everything and hockey, uh, I think hockey's like maybe it's hockey that starts in October. Basketball starts, pro basketball starts in November. But anyhow, they every it used to be like five or six months. Now everything's like seven or eight months. So it's getting crazy out there. Um, other stuff happening is I'm not going to get into the politics because it, I'm just it makes my stomach turn. All the things that are happening where the president is looking at turning some of our national monuments uh, areas in the, in the parks and using, selling them off and the new, another he- run at healthcare where they might not protect pre-existing conditions. Congress would get an exemption from the rules. Ridiculous. It's like, and the fact that this president after a hundred days just keeps signing executive orders, he hasn't the great deal maker hasn't been able to make any deals. And I'm very nervous and apprehensive about what's going on uh, outside of North Korea because it doesn't seem like there's a strategy. You've got just the tweeting and saber rattling, and you've got a crazy guy in North Korea. So we don't want nuclear war. Nobody wins. There's a thing. It's called diplomacy. People can talk. They can work things out most of the time. Let's not use nuclear weapons, okay? Uh, Regardless of what you're poll numbers are. So that's my advice for our president. Um, I've been uh, back and forth to New Jersey over the last couple of days. My mom, I've got a dad who's 92. He's got Parkinson's. I've got a mother who's 87. She's getting a little wonky and she fell and broke her hip and had to go through partial hip replacement. So now I've got two incapacitated, uh, parents and it's just, uh, and my brother and I are working things out and, it's just tough when you've got older folks who are hanging on there and they've lived long, fruitful lives. And uh, it's just becomes challenging uh, to get coverage and to be able to, you know, you want them to, you want them to be aware of what's going on and you want them to enjoy their family. And uh, it's just, it's, it's a real test of a, of a family and it's a real test of our personal value system. So Working my way through that, just get back, uh, back-to-back New Jersey Transit train rides down to the Jersey Shore. New Jersey Transit, as everything in Penn Station is just a disaster. Everything is delayed. 
It all goes back to having only one tunnel open where Governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, pulled out of the deal to drill a second tunnel between New York and New Jersey. So now every train has to really come through one tunnel. It's absurd. That was done, you know, with the way these tunnel was built was like, I don't know, 60, 70 years ago. This is 2017. There's a lot more people. There's a lot of people going back and forth. We need another tube and it'll pay for itself over time. So fortunately, that seems to be something that's being talked about now as a project. We'll see how long it's, if it happens and how long it happens. So that's my spiel. I'm not going to get into anything else right now, except to say one last thing. And that is we've had a really lousy spring here in New York. The weather has been crappy and it seems like every year the winter kind of drags on a little bit longer and uh, it go, the summer goes a little bit longer. So it's like November, the weather is nicer in November than it is in April. It's just bizarre. It seems like the things are kind of off kilter, but we'll have to work through it. So let's talk about our special guest, Kristen Nolan. As I mentioned, she's a health expert. She's an international speaker. She's a best-selling author, and he, she helps busy professional women and men increase their energy and metabolism so they have the confidence to be seen and the stamina to create a huge impact in their careers and personal lives. So if you have a question you want to ask Kristen, and I know a lot of people listen to podcasts uh, at their leisure, uh, but if you are on the air and you want to hear us, 347-945-5834, 347-945-5834. So without further ado, I'm going to bring on my special guest. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Kristen Nolan. Good evening, Kristen. How are you? Good evening, Robert. I'm doing well, and it, and it sounds like you are having some challenges right now, so I'm, I'm sorry to hear all that. Uh, well, you know what? It's life, and uh, uh, having a uh, – I'm a pretty grounded guy, and my wife's pretty grounded, and you just deal. But what you have to do is yeah. l- don't fall into the craziness. And I actually, when I went to the hospital, I gave my mother, I saw her, her energy was all over the place. And I am a a Reiki master uh, teacher. So I gave her some Reiki and uh, she really, I gave her like 45 minutes and she really came around, but uh, she did, when she fell, she broke her hip and also fell on her forehead. So it was probably the last thing that needed to happen to her. So we're working it through. And uh, hopefully she'll go home tomorrow. There's an MRI this evening, but thank you so much for your, for your uh, kind words. You know what? It reminded me of something I was reading about your work and we'll get into that in a moment, but I got home and I hadn't really eaten too much. And I actually felt great because I think it's good when you give your body a rest and you don't have to eat all the time the same way every day. But I got home and I started like nervous eating. And uh, now my stomach's a little (laughs) bit like, like, Hey, what are you doing? We like that kind of rest you gave us. So I want to get into that, but let's start with, you have a really fantastic uh, niche that you have, and I don't say that in a small way, but you're doing something that nobody else that I know is really doing, and that is you're, you're focusing on wellness um, and for entrepreneurs and for executives and for women and for men, but you have kind of a, a unique uh, take on it. So tell us a little bit about um, your personal story, because I read up on it, and I think it would be of interest to the audience, and what inspired you to do what you're doing and what is it exactly that you do? Yeah, sure. So I'll start, um, you know, sort of just before mid entrepreneurial career. So what I had done 10 years ago is I had opened up a fitness boot camp location and decided to expand. 
And at that point, I was working with mostly general health and fitness. I had a great team working underneath me, and I said, you know what? It's time for us to grow. I definitely want to open up my own studio, and I was subleasing before. So I was like, you know what? I want to open up my own studio. I want my whole team to grow and expand, and that's what I did. I went ahead and rented this amazing space in San Francisco. It was huge. Um, I think it was 2,600 square feet. We had our grand opening, launched it with this, you know, grand event. And then a month later, my two lead instructors left. And when they left, yeah, I was kind of stuck running the show. And for me, managing the two places, you know, upholding my um, own level of expectations of myself and my work and then taking care of the other trainers and kind of bringing them up to my prior lead trainer status, um, it it all kind of hit me at once. And my two locations were completely on the opposite ends of the city. So I, I had a lot of stress that I was dealing with at the time. And because of that, I started experiencing, you know, some minor digestive discomforts. And I was like, you know what, I don't have time to deal with these right now. I'll deal with them later. So I chose to ignore them. But pretty soon, I was feeling nauseous after pretty much every meal I ate, even when the meal was healthy. And then I started not sleeping through the night. My, you know, my attitude was horrible. I was snapping at my husband and I literally found myself just fighting internally to put on this show in front of my clients um, and my team acting as if I had it all together when inside I literally felt like I was falling apart. I was exhausted emotionally and physically. And, you know, I think the main, the main thing that was really upsetting to me is that integrity is one of my hugest core values. And at that point I felt like I wasn't living in integrity with the trainer, you know, that I knew that I could be. So long story short, I ended up going about $30,000 into debt and I shut the studio down because I just couldn't manage the two locations and I decided to hire a metabolism coach. Now, getting coaching on your metabolism is so much different than getting coaching on your nutrition because when you're getting coaching on your metabolism, you're learning how to um, balance meals that actually raise your body temperature to um, to a healthful number. And when that body temperature starts raising, your heart rate starts to um, go into a nice, normal, healthy number, you start feeling so much better. Thyroid gets back on point. Adrenals get back on point. So I had about a year to go through of some healing. But after that year, I mean, it was like game on. I had my energy back. I was at a weight that no longer fluctuated. I felt healthy and happy for the first time in years. And at that point, I realized, Um, that I needed to open a second business because no entrepreneur should go through that time period. I mean, you work so hard to get your business to a certain level, and if you tank, the whole thing tanks, right? And so I opened up a second uh, business where I coach high-performing women and men to create world-class results in business by taking care of the assets. That is your body. Your body is everything. You only get one of them, and it is your key to, it is your key, it is your vehicle to actually creating the results that you want to in this lifetime, right? I mean, if you don't feed yourself, then, I mean, we've all had those days. I mean, we've all had those days where we've not eaten healthy and then felt our energy just 
totally crash, you know, mid-afternoon. Um, or we've all had those days where we are overly stressed and we want to eat all the, you know, processed sugary foods that we can yep. find. Um, we've had those days or those months where we've skipped out on workouts and felt, you know, just like brain foggy. And I just knew that that is no way to run a successful business. If you're going to be a high performer, then your body is everything for you. Um, so I opened up that second business. I took uh, my businesses to six figures and, and yeah, and, and, and here I am. So now I, I speak all over the world. I just got done speaking last uh, September in Australia and in Toronto, just finished up the um, PBWC professional women in business conference in San Francisco. And I'm heading back to uh, Boston and Toronto in a couple months. So anyway, I speak all over the world and I work with my high performance clients on Skype now uh, coaching them on metabolism, movement, and mood, because those are the three aspects that need to be on point in order for you to live healthfully, have incredible energy, think on your feet, close more sales, all those things. So that's fantastic uh, and very well articulated. So let's, I was going to ask you, what is the number one diet slash nutritional issue that business leaders and entrepreneurs face? But let's do it a little bit differently. Skipping Keep that in mind. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Okay. Let's go into the issue. The number one issue uh, for uh, people face in your target uh, for metabolism, for movement, and for mood. What's the number um, one challenge well, in each area? The, the number one cha- Okay. So the number one issue with metabolism and with nutrition, and I'll just go through the three, right? Uh, number one issue with metabolism and nutrition is meal skipping, hands down, full stop, um, and undereating. Undereating has become um, an epidemic in my mind. I look at the food journals of new clients, and they're eating something like 900 calories a day. <laughs> Yikes. That's you need fuel. When they're, oh, yeah. You absolutely need fuel. And the thing is, is that people don't realize that, you know, we all know that movement, if we're going to go to the gym, yeah, we probably need to consume some more calories, right? But even thinking, using your brain, that requires excess fuel. When you're thinking all day long and when you're problem solving and when you're trying to be creative, you need to fuel those activities. It's sort of like your brain is on the treadmill. So what happens is the, the busy entrepreneur and executive will skip breakfast because they don't feel hungry in the morning, usually because their adrenaline just like shoots up in the morning and their metabolism is slow to kick on. So they don't get hungry till maybe 10 a.m. And at that point, they're already into their meeting, you know, back-to-back meetings. They might get a chance to grab a healthy lunch. And at that point, they either overeat because they're hangry. You know what hangry is? Yeah. Oh, yeah combination of hungry and angry for those of you who don't know that are on the show Um, yeah (laughs) super hangry or they get these incredible cravings starting right around 3 p.m because their blood sugar is all out of whack so that's so that's the big thing that i see um with with nutrition and metabolism with movement it's really well let's hang on let's just let's uh just drill a little bit deeper in that so tell us about the importance then of uh, uh water for metabolism because i know people under eat but, you know, I guess hydration is just as important as how much actual food you consume. And I'm assuming that they're not eating because they want to look great and look lean. So they just figure the best way to do it is don't eat. Well, some people eat because, don't eat because they want to look great and they want to look lean. And other people, they do it because they feel like they're too busy to eat healthfully. Um, in terms of, 
yeah. I mean, really? So, um, yeah, it, it's it's nuts. I mean, I see this stuff all the time. So, yeah, hydrating yourself is super important. But if you're eating fruit, fruits and vegetables, you're eating, you know, the right things, then you actually can get a lot of water just from the foods that you eat. But I would say absolutely, you know, have some water with you. Make sure that you're drinking enough to stay hydrated so you don't feel thirsty. Um you know, and that, that is a, that's a big part of all of this. Um, but it's not something that I dive into, um, a okay. ton just because um, it's not too complicated. Just drink water, <laughs> you know? All right. One, one more on metabolism, then we can move to, uh, movement, but sugar, tell, t- talk to us about sugar. My point of view and everything I've read and learned and have experienced is that sugar is the worst thing you can put in your body. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. So sugar is, um, here's the, here's the funny thing. Sugar glucose is your, your cells preferred source of energy. Okay. So sit with that one real quick. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, we're told it. that sugar, yeah. So we're told that sugar is bad. Sugar is evil. And I, I get so upset when I hear this stuff because then people come to me completely confused because they're scared to eat fruit. I mean, they're scared to eat fruit and they're scared to eat um, some types of starches like squashes and like potatoes because they feel like, oh, my God, it's sugar. It's the devil. No, your body actually needs sugar to survive. And if you don't give it that, if you don't give it that, and I'm not saying to go out and eat a bunch of Pop-Tarts, heck no, don't eat processed foods. Right. Mm -hmm. But there are far worse ingredients in processed foods than the sugar, frankly, (laughs) you know, if you want, in in all honesty, Um, high fructose corn syrup, totally bad. Don't do that, you know, Mm -hmm. but eat fruits and eat vegetables. And those do um, break down into glucose, which is your cells preferred source of energy. And it's important that you do it and it's important that you eat them, but balancing them with proteins and healthy saturated fats so that you don't experience blood sugar spikes, but so right. that you get a nice, um, smooth, and continuous um, drive of energy. So it's, the, it's so really more about – yeah, Okay, so it's more about um, the type of fuel that you put in that turns into glucose. So it's like the quality mm-hmm. of, of what you put inside you. It's, your body wants the glucose, but like refined white sugar and soft drinks and candy and – cakes and white flour stuff and all of that and processed food that's bad so that's that's not the right it's like putting the cheap gas into a maserati you want to you know you have to put the right fuel into your system for your metabolism to work correctly is that right is that what you're saying that's exactly right yeah and this is going to be a little bit different for everyone this is something that i work very closely with clients on because sometimes people need more of one type of nutrient and some people need more of another so i like to help my clients learn how to balance their meals eating foods that work well for their bodies because i'm telling you the difference is just phenomenal i mean i have um i have ceos that i work with and before we work together they are literally crashing every day at 3 p.m and just you know eating some some big cupcake or brownie or something to push through the rest of the day um 
totally giving that up within at, within a month's time because they're like, I don't even crave sugar anymore. I don't crave mm-hmm. this stuff anymore because they're eating substantial mm-hmm. meals that feel good, that energize their body, and then they don't even need the other yep. stuff. I mean, it's amazing. And I can tell you that I used to be the potato chip queen. Like, <laughs> I could not have it. I swear to God. I needed a freaking hot Can't eat just one. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, in no way. One. It was like I needed to call somebody, like a support line, like put the bag down, Kristen. You don't want to do this. Um, for real, I couldn't control myself around any sort of like cookies, cakes, candy, mm-hmm. none of that. So I would just not keep it in my house because I just couldn't control myself. And I was teaching people this stuff, you know. So as soon as I started working on my metabolism, it was a huge game changer for me. It took me about three months to get rid of my cravings, but I really don't have them anymore. I mean, it's so rare that I have them. They feel non-existent. I might get them twice a month, you know, but I can totally say no to dessert. Um, It's really easy for me now, and I never would have been able to say that before healing my body, ever. Um, I'm the same way. You know, it's interesting uh, because I just came through an Ayurvedic uh, program, and uh about seven sessions and then two, three months of supplements. And I had to eliminate meat, which I haven't had in eight years anyhow, but meat, uh, only fish only once a week, no sushi, uh, no dairy, uh, no uh, fruits at night in the evening, uh, no fruits except, uh, no citrus fruits except lemons, et cetera, et cetera. But the bottom line is, and the point is that um, over time, your desire for stuff that you would previously crave falls out. You just don't have it. And then, then it's not an issue, but you have to put in, Mm -hmm. I think it takes for anything to give up anything, a couple of months. Uh, What's your feelings? The last thing about uh, metabolism, I'm sorry, just one more meat. What's your point of view about meat? I love meat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I totally love meat. Some people have a problem with it because they don't have enough acidity in their system to break down the meat. I mean, amongst other things, they're, um, you know, their hydrochloric acid levels are low. So it's, it's harder for them to break down. It really depends on their metabolic state. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of times if people are having trouble with meat, um, we start on lighter things like, you know, white, well, not so much meats, but white fishes, chicken broth, beef broth, that kind of thing. um, Gelatin, bring up their level of uh, stomach acid so that they can actually break down meats if they want to eat them. You know, it's, it's totally a personal choice, but Mm -hmm. I I happen to love it and I eat it. I balance it always, um, you know, with uh, Mm -hmm. healthy fats and with my carbohydrates and it makes me feel really good and really grounded. So I do very, very well on it. And, and by the way, always from organic, grass-fed sources, you know, raised by both parents, all yep. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, I know you're on the clock, so let's move to... You know uh, what? I'm actually good, Robert, so we can, okay. we can keep going. Yeah. Thank no you, problem. because I'm like, oh, my God, I got all these questions, and I only have a few minutes. But yeah, no, 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 you fire away. Okay. All right, well, let me first do a quick station break here. So this is Guys Guys Radio. It's Robert Manny, your host. Our special guest is Kristen Nolan, and we're going to be right back in one minute. Okay, we're back. Um, Let's talk about movement. Um, Tell us the importance of movement, Kristen. So from a high-performance perspective, movement helps you to function at a high level, stay motivated, inspired, think on your feet, be more creative, all these things. Find the words, so many things. 
Um, and, and the reason is because the back bottom part of your brain is called the cerebellum. And in your cerebellum is where many signals integrate, but signals from movement is a big one. So when you're inactive for long periods of time and you find yourself kind of day in and day out, just walking, you know, going to work, just really just walking from the car to the office kind of thing, sitting in front of your computer, working all day, day in and day out, and you don't have um, any activity from movement coming into that back bottom part of your brain, then you're not getting energy to fuel your frontal lobe. So your forehead area, that's where, that's where your frontal lobe is. That's where mm-hmm. you make executive decisions. Yep. Um, yeah. So when you don't move and there's no activation coming into that back bottom part of your brain, since the feeding pattern is bottom to top, back to front, your frontal lobe is not getting as much fuel as it could right? If you were Mm -hmm. to do some intentional movement every day. Now, I don't recommend starting with a ton, just starting with 10 minutes of intentional movement that feels good to your body is so incredibly effective for high level thinking. I mean, you should see brain scans. That could be sex, right? That could be sex. Um, I I guess it could. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Uh, sorry, I didn't want to get you off track there. So, uh, uh-huh. you know, a lot of times they say with you're doing movement, if you're doing cardio or something, you know, your heart rate doesn't kind of kick in for to, to be able to burn calories, whatever, till, until you reach like minute 20. Um, so tell us how this is a little bit different than, you know, you're not talking, and I understand this, but you're not talking about cardio in terms of fat burning cardio per se, you're talking about movement to get you in a place where your brain activity works a certain way. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm talking about movement to get your, to get your brain function on point. If you're a high performer, Mm -hmm. if you're an executive, if you're a CEO, if you are trying to, um, if you're trying to put your best foot forward in business, have creative ideas, all those things, and you are sedentary, then there's no way there's no way for you to be on top of your mental and physical game. So really important that you do move. And the reason I say to start with 10 minutes a day is because it's super doable, super manageable, and easy to squeeze into a busy schedule. Then once you get going, you can, you can start incorporating more exercise and you're, you'll automatically start feeling better and you'll feel more motivated to get more exercise in because you've at least started with something, right? Could that could that be just as simple as, you know, walking to work, 10-minute walk? Yeah, I mean it it definitely could be as simple as that. And when I work when I work more closely with clients, we determine what movements are best for their bodies. Typically, I usually um recommend starting out with joint conditioning. So circular joint conditioning. Um eye training, so vision training, and then also vestibular or balance training, because all these things really activate brain function. Um, so circular joint conditioning are things like, oh, you would be surprised how many people, wow. um, even up to elite athletes, can't do mm-hmm. a nice functional ankle circle. And I know it doesn't sound like a big deal, but it actually is, because every time you take a step, you generate mm-hmm. two to three, excuse me, two to four times 
I think it's two to three times. It's either two to three times or two to four times um, of your own body weight per step. So let's say, because I'm terrible at math, <laughs> let's say that I'm 100 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Every time I'm stepping, that's 200 pounds, 200 pounds, 200 pounds, 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the less efficient your ankle circles are, um, the more weight, the more impact you're actually putting into your feet. When you run, it's three to six times. When you sprint, it's nine to 12 times. So if you don't have good, healthy, functioning joints and they get really tight and they get really weak when you're just sitting there all day, then it is very hard for you to have an effective strength or cardio training workout. So I always recommend starting with joint conditioning, ankle circles, hip circles, shoulder circles. I've got a ton of information um, about this on my website. Um, Even hand circles. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, training your eyes so that you can see better and then also training your, your balance with different head and neck motions, really mm-hmm. effective because it gives you a nice solid foundation. Okay, good. Let's, uh, let's go into mood. Uh, I would think that's uh, incred- incredibly critical uh, to be in the right frame of mind to be at your best uh, in business. Oh yeah, 100%. So, I mean, And the reason that I put this pillar into my coaching was because last April I went through an extremely stressful time personally, and I was taking my metabolic measurements because I do that. Um, You know, I I always test myself and noticed that my temperatures went from being very healthy at around 97.9 to 98.6 to showing up in the 90 low 97 for, for all of that month. And I was going, what is going on? It's not like I've changed my diet. I'm still eating on a regular basis. I'm still doing my movement. And I realized my stress levels are through the roof. No wonder my metabolism has taken such a huge hit. So that's the reason I really got serious and incorporated this in. And I also have recognized um, and seen that the digestive capacity of our bodies decreases by up to 50, 50% when we are under stress and that's because Mm -hmm. the body's not thinking about breaking down and digesting foods when you're stressed your body can't tell the difference between you're being chased by a bear and might die or Mm -hmm. you're just having a crazy day at work so because it thinks that you're going to die it's not going to sit there and like break down foods healthfully and help your body assimilate nutrients that's just not what's on the the priority list you know what i mean so Um, When you decrease your digestive efficiency by that much, it's really easy to start storing more protective fat. And when you store more protective fat, you don't feel so sexy. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. All these other things happen that people don't like. Anyway, that's a big reason I incorporated that. Um, But, yeah, it's super important to um, start a practice that helps you stay happy, relaxed, happy and relaxed so that you can get rid of protective weight. You can mm-hmm. feel more empowered in your daily life and your business, all these things. I mean, when we're pissed off, when we're not feeling good, when we're down in the dumps, it's really hard to be an effective leader, right? You're always, you're Absolutely. always putting on a show. Okay. So. How, um, what's your view, uh, Kristen, on the importance of uh, sleep in the, this equation? Oh, I mean, it's massive. Yeah, it's massive. Getting enough sleep is, is, we call it rest and digest, you know. Um, It's that time when your brain kind of turns, not turns off, but it's in a resting mode. Uh, Your digestion can do its thing. You can start circulating blood to areas of your body that need to heal. It's just 
absolutely outstanding. So I recommend getting, you know, anywhere between seven and nine hours a night. That's where Mm -hmm. I personally do best, but you know, you have to test that for yourself. I don't see a lot of people doing well off of anything under seven hours a night, but you know, that's a personal choice. So uh, tell us a little bit about how, and we'll get into all your social media stuff in a moment, but how do you, you know, out of curiosity, because you, what you're doing is, I think it's brilliant and it's so different. How do you, when a new client, if the client is interested in this, they're going to work with you. How do you kind of work together? How, what are the, without giving away the keys to the kingdom, kind of big picture, what are the steps that you would take when you work with somebody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they fill out my Fit for Success quiz. And when they fill out my Fit for Success quiz, that's the very first step. Then I can see what areas are actually missing from this person's program in mm-hmm. order for them to get the results that they're seeking. And then we set up a high-performance health, um, health assessment for them. So we get on a call and um, go through some questioning and really you know, understand what's working for them, what's not working for them, what are the results that they want to see, you know, what's measurable, what can we make sure that we are um, working towards so that they feel successful. Um, and then we start. We get, uh, they get access to, on the metabolism end of things, I have um, a metabolism makeover academy. And in that academy, there are meal plans, there are tons of videos that teach you exactly how to eat and how to keep your metabolism high and healthy. We meet once or twice a week over Skype where we do 50 minute sessions. In the first 20 minutes, we're looking at meal combinations that amp up your their energy. In the second 30 minutes, we're doing movements to enhance brain function, starting mm-hmm. out with the joint vision and balance training and then getting into more strength conditioning, you know, things Mm -hmm. that really tone their body, cardio um, activities. Um, And then they track their habits daily to make sure that they stay on point. They take care of their happiness activities, you know, things like meditation to keep their mood on point. Um, And then they just get better and better. So, yeah. And I would think that, you know, like any program, I, I also do hypnosis and, People always ask me about, you know, oh, how, you know, how does it work? And really, it's the, the, the client, if you will, comes to the hypnotist and tells them what the issue is, but they also tell you invariably what the solution is. And then they have to really do the solution. The hypnotist enables them to be able to do their best work. And I would think in your line of work that the client really has to do the work because you, you're not going to be there with them all the time. So is that true? And if, if so, is it challenging when you deal with people who are like, yes, 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 on Skype or on the phone, and then you don't know what they're doing when they go off on their own? And uh, do you find that people, that's the trickiest part of how you do your business? Oh, 100%. It is, it is such a tricky part because, you know, I think, you know, what it really comes down to, though, is people getting in tune with what they really want. Mm-hmm. and the laws of fitness, <laughs> you know, yeah. if somebody wants, um, you know, a rockin' hot body, but their, um, you know, their metabolism is shot and they have a period of healing to go through and they're not willing to actually take those steps to get the rockin' hot body, then we have mm-hmm. to reevaluate their expectations, you know, is, is getting a rock and hot body really the goal or is it something else? Is there something underneath that? Um, right. So I think really ensuring that their expectations um, and goals are in line with their willingness 
is, is huge. Um, one of the things that I do is, and this is so great, I, I run a Fit for Success podcast, and one of the gentlemen I had on my shows, he recommended an app called Way of Life, which mm-hmm. I really love because for me, um, it's not about tracking pounds on a scale. It's about tracking habits. I know habits are not sexy, but they are, it's like your body is literally a correlation of your daily habits, you know, a culmination of your daily habits. So if my daily habit is to sit on my ass all day and watch TV, Mm -hmm. obviously I'm not going to have a rock and hot body. If my daily habit is to get in at least 10 minutes of intentional movement daily, my body's going to function much different, right? So for mm-hmm. me, the, the best thing that they can do is track their habits on this way of life app, show it to me. And it's so cool because every day I have them measure at least three things. If they're measuring and they're putting, you know, green, green basically means you can mark the thing with green or red. And mm-hmm. if you mark it, it's incredibly motivating because you don't want to get a red mark. <laughs> you know? uh, okay. um, it's so fun. I don't know why that is. Basically, like, for some reason, the human brain doesn't want to get that red mark. So, um, you know, if they did their 10 minutes of workout, it's a green. If they didn't, it's a red. If they ate their, you know, five to six healthy meals a day, it's a green. If they didn't, it's a red. If they did their meditation practice, it's a green. If they didn't, it's a red. And that's, a, that's an example. Um, okay. So, so oh, having fantastic. to track that, I mean, you have mm-hmm. no choice but to succeed if you integrate doable habits into your daily life. And we just have to figure out what those are for people. Okay, excellent. And I think what you're doing is brilliant and it's fresh and it's new and it's right in line with how the world is moving, how our culture is moving, and you're doing a real service. So I congratulate you. What Last question. What is the one thing that our listeners can do? Um, let's say if they end up not doing biz being contracted to do business with you, they just do something that they can start doing on their own, maybe before they even get hold of you. What's the one thing that everybody can do that would get them at least moving in the right direction out of all the different things, all the different habits and behaviors that people have. What's the one thing mm-hmm. that they could be doing? Yeah, I really think that that is um, taking a look at what you're willing to do daily. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I don't want that to be a general answer, but for for everybody, it's going to be a bit different. You know, like for one person, they're going to hear this interview and think, you know what, I can do that. I can get in 10 minutes of movement daily. Another person's going to listen to the, this and think, oh, okay, yeah, I can make sure that I'm, you know, not skipping meals. So that's going to be my thing. Another person's going to listen and think, oh my God, I'm really stressed out. My one thing is going to be 10 minutes of meditation daily or 10 minutes of, you know, something, listening to yep. music that makes me happy. So just picking something that you know you'll be consistent with that is a healthy activity is your best next move. Um, and if anyone wants, you know, tips or advice about how to balance meals and, and you know, eat frequently, um, a lot of people like to go that route first. You can go to 31snacks.com. That's the number 31snacks.com. And I have a 31 high energy snack list on there. All the meals are balanced out for you. Excellent. So with that in mind, first of all, thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. Uh, I think you're, but again, what you're doing is terrific. I know you've got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and you've got a couple of websites, Fit for Success, ChristianNoll.com. Tell everybody what they need to know about where to find you and et cetera on social media. Yeah. So I think the best thing to do is just go to my website. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-N-O-L-A-N.com, Kristen Nolan.com. 
um, and go to the Get Started page. You know, grab, your, grab the free snack list so you can stay in touch, um, and that way you'll get notified about the Fit for Success podcast. And I swear that is just the most I've, I've interviewed the most incredible guests, just like yourself, Robert. Um, I find Thank that you. the interviews reveal a lot about, you know, very simple tips that you can do to stay performing at a high level. So I think there's a lot of free resources on my website and that's probably the best place to go. Great. Well, listen, I know uh, you had to, we had a, you're a busy schedule. I'm so pleased that you took the time out and you could give me a couple of extra minutes here. So thanks so much. Pleasure meeting you. Give my best to Raika and uh, all the best in what you're doing and stay in touch. I will. I will. Thank you so much, Robert. Good luck with your family. And I think what you're doing is fantastic. Everybody that's listening should see you for a Reiki session. That stuff is amazing. <laughs> Great. All right. Thank you amazing. so much, Kristen. You're okay, welcome. everybody. Okay, thank you. All, all right, right folks. Uh, our special guest has been Kristen Nolan, and uh, she gave you all her social media interest with information. Basically, KristenNolan.com and FitForSuccessQuiz.com, and you can find her there. Now, um, as I mentioned, I'm doing a show a little bit different tonight, so I'm going to do quickly do our Guys Guys Guide, and then we'll exit from there. But uh, hang with me for a moment, particularly if you're a lady, because um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, I've been asked about, you know, a lot about where can women go to meet guys and you know what you're you're and this is don't take this the wrong way or you know i'm not hating but your gay friend might not know exactly the best places to meet straight guys and uh so if you want to meet regular guys if you will um with all of their flaws <laughs> and there's many um let me tell you where guys congregate and hang out because i wrote about this last week. I wrote about where guys can meet women and how guys can meet women at the places where women congregate and, uh, you know, places like yoga classes and all that, but you don't go to a yoga class to, to think you're going to pick up women, women. That's not how it works. You go to a yoga class and you take yoga and over time, there's going to be a lot of women there. So organically you're going to meet women. So flipping the switch then where can women go to meet guys? Well, whether you drink or not, or whether guys drink or not, guys go to bars, particularly after work, and they hang out with their buddies, and they might be drinking, they might not be drinking, but they're blowing off steam, and they hang out there, and there's usually a lot of TVs on in, on in the bars, and there's games on, and guys, as well as women, play fantasy sports and get into regular professional sports and college sports and March Madness and all of that, so if you want to run into groups of guys, there's a lot of guys in the bars after work. That's just the way it is. And I'm not saying you need to drink or go out with a guy who drinks um, because I go to bars and I don't drink uh, at certain times of year. I take time off. For instance, this year I, I've only, I was drinking wine and beer for two weeks right around my wife's birthday. And for the rest of this year, I haven't had any alcohol, but I go out and I meet my buddies in the bar and I'll have club soda or I might have a non-alcoholic beer. And uh, that's just by choice. But, Whatever. The point is, fish where the fish are. I mentioned TVs in the bars, sporting events. Well, go to a sporting event. You want to meet a guy? Go to a hockey game. There's a lot of guys there. They're watching the game, but there's a lot of guys there. Go to a Jets game. There's a lot of guys there, but, uh, you know, they're watching the game. It might be a rowdy crowd and all that. But if you want to, and, but people tailgate and they have fun. So if you want to meet some fun loving guys, Go to a sporting event. Football is good because a lot of people tailgate before the big football games, whether it's college or pro. I'm in the New York area, so I actually have jet tickets, um, sadly to say. Uh, and uh, 
people hang out there and you can meet a lot of nice people. Uh, another thing about guys, and yes, there's a trend here, is a lot of guys participate at, in sports. So if you're into sports and you like to do stuff like run or play tennis or basketball or uh, whatever, you can always meet guys around sports. Um, so that's that, you know, like continuing that because guys also, they like to jet ski, they like to water ski, they like to surf anywhere around the water. Guys love boats. Also, the, they like surfing, fishing, or relaxing at the beach or a lake. And there's always great places to hang out uh, to have a beverage when you're uh, near the water also. So around the water, particularly if you go, you like it, I'm in New York, you go down to the financial district bars down there uh, up the west side. There's a lot of places along the water and the east side also. People love to hang out near the water when the weather's nice. Um, guys are also into cars, trucks, motorcycles, planes, vehicles. So if you have any interest or you want to meet guys or see where guys are and you're interested in speed, go to where the vehicles are. Um, food, any place food is served. As you know, the old adage is a way to a man's heart is through his stomach. It's not false. Guys love to eat. So anywhere food is served is usually a good place to find guys. Um, it depends. They're not two guys. You know, I don't go out with my best bud. We don't go out to a high-end restaurant and eat. And sometimes women will go to a nice place and eat. Two guys will go to a bar and they'll get something to eat at the bar. It's a little bit different. Um, so just think of that. Think like a guy a little bit. Like where would a guy go versus where the women go if you want to meet guys. Uh, traveling is another great thing. Meeting men who are on the go. Happening guys are usually on the go. And uh, you can meet men in the airport lounge, on a plane, on a train, at a hotel bar, hotel pool, hotel uh, fitness club, whatever, guys and traveling. Good place. And, you know, it's fun because when you're traveling, you want adventure. And uh, I found that the women I've met traveling are usually pretty happening and pretty cool. And uh, it's all bets are off. So that's a lot of fun, too, when you meet somebody traveling. Um, tech stores and conferences. Guys are into tech. Uh, there's so many guys in the tech industry. So if you're into tech, uh, Good place, tech conference, uh, uh, Apple Store, uh, SFWX, uh, SFX, uh, whatever it is, the Southwestern uh, SX conference is a great place. There's lots of guys there. And speaking of which, usually those guys are working. So at work, now despite all the warnings, you know, a great place to meet a mate particularly guys, is at work. You get to see what they're really all about, how they treat other people, how they treat their subordinates, how they treat people in power. And, uh, you know, unless you're reporting to the guy or he's reporting to you, you can probably make it work pretty easily. It's best if the guy works in another department or he works at a vendor or partner company where your business doesn't depend on the relationship. That's usually the best thing. And at corporate functions, too. A lot of times, like, for instance, a buddy of mine, he's going to an NFL, my producer, Ryan, he's going to an NFL-sponsored draft event, business people going. Great place to meet women, great place to meet guys. Um, and then the bottom line is anywhere. You can meet a guy anywhere because guys are uh, they're less uh, tricky about meeting. Most guys are pretty open to meeting women, and they're frustrated because it's hard it's tough for guys. Guys have gotten lazy. They use social media. They use Tinder. It's swipe left, swipe right. They don't do things the old-fashioned way. It's not like anymore, hi, my name is Luke, and I buy you a drink. It's all about texting and apps, and the way you really connect with somebody is face-to-face. -face. So, um, And guys, so they're not 
I don't think they're quite as good as uh, knowing how to approach a woman with some charm and carry on a conversation because people uh, communicate differently now. And uh, if you can uh, communicate in an old school way with new school tools, I think you'll be way ahead of the pack. But that's a tip for the guys. So the women and for the guys, fish where the fish are. If you want to meet guys, kind of go where the action is and you'll meet them. So that's my guys, guys guide of the week. And it'll be on my blog on robertmanny.com. It'll come out in the next couple of days. In the interim, all our podcasts of guys, guys radio are on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn radio. And of course, blog talk radio. If you want to help me out, cause I'm bootstrapping this whole event here. It's uh, subscribe rate and review on iTunes. And that would be a big help to me. So I appreciate that. Um, Last thing next week, we're going to be back on next uh, Wednesday and we have a new author, uh, Frank Dadoni. And he wrote this book called life's equation, a journey towards finding greater purpose. So in the spirit of guys, guy, better men, better world. uh, We're going to have a guy who's written a book on here that I want to get some publicity for. So that's the way we do it here. We're here to help. When men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. That's kind of the guy's guy's credo. So I thank my audience once again, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you next week. And until then, remember what I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. <laughs>